Hi guys, I'm Kelly. And I'm Courtney, and we are the ladies behind Court and Kelly on Instagram and the founders of the lifestyle blog, Mimosas in Manhattan. Welcome back. It's another week and another episode of So Random. How are you, Court? You look bright. I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I am coming off of a detox IV from yesterday, and boy, oh. that thing real kicked in. I was up at like 5.50 a.m. this morning just cleaning, went to a workout class. <laughs> when I did that one, I didn't really feel anything. Did you get a vitamin shot too? I don't know what I did. They, I sat down and they started putting needles in my arms and I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you would know the vitamin shot. Actually, my arm is still sore from it. It was like a legit shot, but oh. she was like, yeah, it's energizing. And you know me, I like, don't even really listen to any of this type of stuff. I'm like, if you say it's good and you're professional, put it in my arm. <laughs> and, um, I like went to bed late last night too. And then I had my alarm set for seven 30, but I was just like, so energetic. I think I'm going to crash though. Yeah. And like T minus like five hours. I think I did. So we're talking about higher dose in Williamsburg. And last time I went, I think I just did like a hydration IV. Yeah. I mean, IVs are great. I mean, they're expensive. Um, I would tell you guys about this higher dose deal, but I believe it ends well this episode will come out. So if you're in Williamsburg, there's a new location called higher dose that just opened and they do it's $150. It's only on Mondays, but you get so much like you it's get such the a IV, good deal, vitamin shot, uh, a cryotherapy facial, um, like tons of stuff, acupuncture. And usually just the IV itself is like $300. So getting yeah. that at the discount. So if you're hungover and you're in New York and you're hungover on Monday, definitely <laughs> go check it out. Cause I think that this coming Monday is the last one that they're doing that. I believe I overheard the lady saying that, but yeah, so I'm definitely feeling good, but you are coming off of a wedding weekend. I know weddings can always be overwhelming. So, um, share it all. Cause we have so much to spill from me so texting Kelly. Like you cannot wear the yellow dress to <laughs> you wearing the yellow dress. So, and everything in between. Okay. So I'm like trying to think of like how I can talk about this weekend without divulging too many details. It's just juicy and was like borderline insane, <laughs> but in a really good way. So John and I went upstate for one of his friend's weddings. And you know, when your significant other is the best man, like, or, or in the bridal party, like you really have to fend for yourself. Yeah. Like I was kind of on my own throughout the weekend, which is totally fine, but you just kind of have to like really figure it out. <laughs> so like, you know, and I didn't know anybody. I only knew the bride and the groom and then John, obviously. Well, here's the kicker. So it just so happens that John's ex-girlfriend was at the wedding. And she also was staying across the hall from us in this tiny bed and breakfast. <laughs> you guys were essentially living in the same house for the weekend, just in different bedrooms. Yeah. It was real world upstate. Yeah. <laughs> and everything was fine. Like I was definitely a little nervous about it. Cause like who wouldn't be. And, um, but everything turned out. Okay. Me and the ex-girlfriend, you know, it was my biggest, um, 
goal of the weekend to win this girl over. Cause you know, like <laughs> I, I love having best friends. I was like, if there's anything I do this weekend, it's to win this girl over. She will be my friend by the end of this. <laughs> and that's what happened. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, I'm so proud of you because there are situations I think they're out of like my three serious boyfriends, only one of them out of those three, I would be super comfortable being in the same place as like, I've seen the one previously you, Kelly had seen him previously and it was totally fine. We all got along yeah. really well and like had a great night. We like ran into this one in um, Austin, Texas of all places. Oh my God. I, I was trying while you were telling that story. I'm like, where the fuck yes. did we see him? <laughs> At South by Southwest. Um, super random. So, ra- so, so random. So random. Um, but yeah, like that one would be totally fine. And I have no issue. If it was either of the other two, I, I honest to God would have been, I wouldn't have made eye contact. Obviously it'd be polite and cordial. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that we were aware that we were all going to be staying like in the same home. (laughs) I I, I just can't even, it like makes my stomach hurt. Like thinking about being in a situation like that. I was very much like Kelly, you need to be on your a game. Like you need to have your shit together this weekend. Like make sure you don't drink too much and just try and like feel out the situation. Everybody there was so, so nice. Oh, I totally forgot to tell you this too, but like, um, I guess I could probably tell you this later, but like our old marketing contacts at Equinox were there and they like used to help take our pictures and stuff, which is so funny. Um, but anyway, no, it was so much fun. Like the wedding was such a blast. And then on Sunday we went over to Scribner's, which I know you and Kyle have stayed Mm -hmm. at before. And I was like, this is it. Like I'm buying a home upstate. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm buying a home upstate. My son's name will be Kingston. And we are starting some type of farm to table restaurant. (laughs) I love going upstate. It really is just a very calming and happy place. It really is. So happy. And it was kind of like cold this weekend. It was like 60 degrees. Like you couldn't really get in the pool, but you could sit in the sun and there were so many children everywhere. So I could play with all of them. And we just had a blast. I like literally didn't want to leave. So this is what I'm thinking we should do. (laughs) Okay. Give me the business proposal. Okay. (laughs) How did you know it was coming? I don't know. I just knew it. (laughs) I think we should start a group home up in upstate. And we can Airbnb it out to people. Oh yeah, we should. But the problem is I think people set out to do that and then they end up living there. Oh, well, well let's just do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there are so many people I feel like on Instagram, um, like I even follow Steffi. You know, if you guys follow, it's just like at Steffi, she has an A-frame and I think her goal is to like Airbnb it out. But I think she's just like living there now because you start yeah. to work on it and then you fall in love with it. And you're like, I don't want don't other people in my want home. other people to live here. Yeah. But I get how like it would be annoying because you would have your house. A lot of people in New York have their apartments, obviously in the city. I mean, rich people, but, um, and then they have their second homes like upstate or in the Hamptons, obviously upstate would be more affordable. Um, it's so much more convenient. I personally think like two hours and we're there with the Hamptons you know, because I'm searching for my Hamptons home and all. <laughs> this is what we talked about in the car. I was like, John, I much rather have an upstate home, not a Hamptons home. He's like, okay. <laughs> like, I can't even afford my apartment right now. <laughs> yeah. 
it's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely going to do that. And we're going to have a farm to table restaurant yeah. and then we're going to have a booming B and B business. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. And we're going to, we're going to make our own wallpaper. So what's going on with you? How was your weekend? Oh, it was so much fun. I, um, am excited because I feel like we're getting kind of close to some fun wedding stuff. So I have a bachelor party in September and I was kind of working on like the goodie bags this weekend and just like little things like that. So the bachelor party is going to be a ton of fun. It's going to be in New York. Yeah, um, and you're all invited <laughs> and you're all invited. Just all you have to do is rate, review, subscribe, and you can come to Courtney's bachelor party. <laughs> everyone is invited. So it's in like New York, mostly Brooklyn. I mean, it's pretty much all in Brooklyn, except for the boat, which is in the water, obviously in the Hudson (laughs) river. (laughs) So majority of it, except for when we're on the boat, is it going to be in Brooklyn? And I'm just excited to kind of be able to show people like even, you know, I have obviously friends coming here that have been here, but they haven't, you know, getting to a weekend of like all my favorite things. And then at the end of it, just being able to literally get in an Uber and go home. The fact that you don't have to get on an airplane. We all know what happens to Courtney at the end of a bachelorette party. I when she goes, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna live here. This this is it. This is where I live now. Uh, every place. Cause I turned down a lot of bachelorette parties because it's just too much for me. I've only gone to three and my rule is like, I really only try to go to, well, it has been my rule so far is that I'm only going to people's who's in my bridal party, like who are my bridesmaids. So I've been to three, but each of those places I have decided, like my new life has to begin here. Like I have to move to Miami because I can never leave because I'm so like tired. I think it's mostly exhaustion and you haven't slept. And then obviously like the million tequila shots that you're drinking plus like jello shots and then whatever else you're putting in your body. That's not like healthy because you're eating like chicken tenders and whatever's left in the fridge. Yeah. Like a casserole of potato chips and cheese. (laughs) I think I just have, I just had another really good business venture. So instead of, um, male strippers, you should, you should like rent a male and they just have to take the plane home with you and they can just be like your anxiety blanket. Or you could just like have Kyle come and pick you up, fly and pick you up. (laughs) I know. So overall, like that is really the main reason I'm, well, I want to do it in New York because I, I really wanted to get married here, but obviously that didn't pan out because it's just so expensive. So being able to have this experience here kind of makes up for it. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. And Courtney's already planned every minute of it. (laughs) Oh yeah. My timeline is it's down to like hour by hour by hour of what we're doing, where we're going. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. I already have like who's sleeping in what room. So it's not all chaotic when we all get there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's in September. So it's just like little things I'm looking forward to in terms of my life updates. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Well, you did have a little bit of a freak out moment with the dress last week. Are we allowed to talk about that? Oh yeah. I think everybody goes through it. Everybody getting married. So I got, you have to get your dress so far in advance because it takes a while to just get it. Like you order, you go in, you try on a bunch of dresses and then you decide which one you want. Then you tell them in my, in my though experience, I get sent the wrong color and then they try to send me the right color. Then I decide that I actually liked the other color better. So then that's a whole another thing. And then you have to start on alterations and you have to yeah. give yourself enough time that those alterations can happen 
before. So all in all, like you really have to get kind of get your dress like a year in advance. In my case, I got it like a year and a half, but thankfully I did that because I had the little color hiccup. Yeah. Um, but I think so, you got some good advice from your sisters. Yeah. I think during that time is you're going to second guess everybody does it, but like the most important thing is you can't, you have to like unfollow all other bridal accounts. Like if you followed any bridal accounts, you have to unfollow all of them and you can't be on Pinterest. Like you need to make sure your Pinterest algorithm is not giving you wedding dressing gowns because that's what mine is. My, my algorithm is still feeding me that stuff. So I need to click on like things like baby nursery inspo so that oh. I can like get just that. Not oh. that I want, are you that. trying to, are you trying to no. tell us something? <laughs> no, but just so I can get shake, like get yes. changed my algorithm to like babies instead of wedding. Cause that's all yeah. I'm getting fed is wedding stuff. Yeah. So you're just seeing like all these beautiful wedding gowns all the time, but we decided that yours is the most beautiful. Yeah. Mine's mine's the most beautiful. And I think it's also another thing is my dress isn't in New York because it can't fit in the closet. (laughs) So I had to ship it. I mean, it's kind of wild that I did this. Like I just put it in a freaking box and like shipped it to my mom's house fully knowing that I don't know if I could have gotten another one. if it got like stolen or something. Yeah. So, um, but I did it cause I was like, I don't know what else to do. So I shipped it to Cincinnati and it's just sitting in one of my mom's closets, which so you can't like touch it or see I can't it. look at it. That's the thing. And I deleted all photos of myself in it off of my phone because I was so nervous about accidentally flipping through and Kyle seeing it. There's one oh. picture, but it's a model in it and not me. Oh. So yeah, those are other things. Like I want to look at the videos again and just, oh, well, I still have all of them. Okay. So we can, we can go through <laughs> that, but yeah, so that's something that it, it, it just happens. And then, you know, you get through it. You know what I was thinking is like, if you kept the dress in the New York apartment, like you'd have to just, Kyle would never be allowed to go into the other room. Like oh, yeah, well, that room had, would be off limits. It, so when it was here, we ran, we live above a restaurant here in New York in Brooklyn. The people in the restaurant left on their stove and there was a gas leak and mm. it was really bad. I, I was like back in the other room and it was, I had like a headache because of how bad this leak was. So we called this restaurant downstairs, but they close early. It's like a sandwich shop. So they only are open for like breakfast and lunch. They don't stay open through dinner where you guys have to get somebody here. Like there's a gas leak and they were just like, nobody lives close. So we had to call national grid. So these like two big, weren't they scared that like their restaurant would explode? Yeah. It was ridiculous. Like we had to evacuate. That's what national grid tells you. They're like, you can get out of the house. So we get out and then, and we're just waiting outside. And these two like big guys come over and they're like, okay, so they go and check it out. We tell them what room. And so we all, they figured it out. They get into the restaurant, turn it off. And then we all come upstairs with the national grid people. And we go into the second bedroom where the dress was. And the two men were like both guarding the door. They're like, he cannot come in here. The wedding <laughs> dress is in here because they saw the dress. And so they were like being super protective. And they were like, and they were just telling me, like, we love your dress. I was like, thank you. Um, sorry that there's like sparkles and glitter everywhere from like the fabric of the dress. And cause it's kind of like that one layer of it has like yeah. sparkle on it. So anyway, the gas got turned off. We haven't had a problem because our landlords were so mad at the restaurant because Good. The landlords own the whole building. They were like, if this happens again in 10 days, like you guys are out. Yeah. Let's kick their asses out. And then I can move in downstairs. Yeah. And we you can, can start our farm to table. Yeah. <laughs> <Restaurant>. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm so glad that you had a good weekend. I don't even remember what you said, but it sounded like fun. But we need some pop culture updates, baby. I feel like there's not that much happening in the celebrity world right now. I think everybody's taking maybe a little vacation. Yeah. Everybody's in Italy and like Como. Everybody is in Italy. Every influencer, every, just everybody. Did we not get the invite? I don't think we got the invite, which sucks. That is so rude. But Tristan got the invite to his Father's Day dinner. I don't know if you saw this, the pap pics that came out, but Chloe and Tristan were seen out together for the first time for Father's Day. And I just, look, I think Chloe is the most empathetic human being and is just seems to be quite lovely, like the most empathetic person in the family. But I just cannot imagine having my baby daddy and partner cheat on me so many times and then still like hanging out with them. But maybe I'm just too petty. <laughs> I know it's such a hard decision. It's such a hard thing because of the child involved. It's like for the baby, you want to make sure that you're not giving that child a hostile environment because I went to yeah. college with people that's parents like couldn't even be in the same room as each other. And like, it wasn't just a bur- It's like a burden on yeah. everybody. Like the greatest gift that we had in life was that our parents were so like, Damn we're such God. great co-parents. Yeah. And I think that it's, I think that it's important, but yeah. Do, does Chris need to be taking him out for father's day? Like that seems like maybe a bit of a stretch. Like, yeah. So maybe we'll call Chris up and say, Hey, you're doing something a little wrong because yeah. Chloe Clo needs to lay down the hammer because she thinks these men just think they can come in and do whatever they want to Chloe Clo. I know. I just feel so bad for her. I mean, watching the finale, it's just heartbreaking. I just want her to find her like Travis Barker. Well, I saw on page six this morning that apparently Kim Kardashian hooked up Chloe with one of her like billionaire, um, like wealth management friends or like cryptocurrency friends. Maybe they're all, they're all pivoting. They all are needed to pivot. They all need to pivot because it's obviously not the athletes and the party, like the party people are not the direction they need to be in. Yeah. So you watched the finale. Yes. Did you like it? I really loved the finale. I think it kind of tied everything together. It was, it's, it's still weird getting used to I don't think this was the finale. It might've been the episode before, but like Courtney Kardashian talking to Steph Shepard about the show, like about the editing of the show on the show. I was so confused for a second. I was like, wait, are we talking about like the Kardashians? Like you're talking about, you don't like the edit of the wedding episode, like on that was very meta. I mean, it's cool. I like, I love that stuff. Yeah. That they break the fourth wall. And I understood where Courtney was coming from because Mm -hmm. she was basically saying like, I, this is, I'm so in love and this is such a healthy relationship. I I want that to be shown and not like the two seconds of my engagement that was talked about Scott. Cause she was even like, I don't even remember talking about that. So I'm glad they showed her talk about that because if I didn't have her point of view, I would have been like, well, why didn't you think about Scott? But like, of course she shouldn't have, it's her freaking engagement. Like she doesn't need to think about Scott. But if I didn't hear her point of view, I would have been like, Courtney, she is such a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That was very interesting. I mean, clearly she's so over it. It's hard because I feel like she doesn't want to be doing it, but she's doing it. And there's part of you that's like, 
just don't film anymore. But I, I don't know if it's the money or she feels this obligation to the family to do it. I, I don't know. She's such a mystery because half the time I feel like she's miserable, except for when she's filming with Travis. Yes. Yeah. She loves his tongue, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm like, dear God, dear God. Okay. What's else? What else is happening in pop culture universe? Um, okay. So I feel like recently for shows and I don't know, just a lot of shows and movies, we are very much diving into the fundamental church, the fundamentalists of the Latter-day Saints. So like, Oh, basically the Mormon Mormons, but the Mormons that believe in the original text that Joseph Smith found like the golden plates or whatever that God told him an angel told him to go find that they believe is like the truest, truest form of the Bible. There is a sentence in there that says like the more wives you have, the more the better chances of you getting to heaven. And like the ideal amount of wives has to be three or more. And so you have these like modern day people that believe that they cannot be part of the modern day version of the Mormon church. Cause like polygamy was outlawed. So yeah. they have their own section at this, in this small part of Utah. I mean, there's thousands of them to this day that still practice this, that believe in polygamy and have not only three, they have up to like 82 wives. So you we've seen, you know, the big phenomenon on Netflix, keep sweet, pray and obey the documentaries four episodes about the FLDS church. Um, and then on Hulu, you have under the banner of heaven, which was based on a book, which is also about, um, the FLDS kind of more of a darker story about them, but all based around the same thing. So I feel like we're getting kind of this look into this religion and it's fascinating, fascinating. And I mean, I, want to read all about it now. And I've Googled so much, learned so much because it's hard to believe people like this still exist. Yes. And also it's swept over TikTok. Like mom talk. And now we have Mormon talk. Mom talk is quite possibly the most interesting TikTok drama I've ever followed ever. (laughs) Yeah. Like I would go to like Reddit to look up this mom talk drama. So apparently though, within the mom talk, so basically what mom talk on TikTok is, are these Mormon women that live in Utah that are all really young twenties, stunning, gorgeous, and have like a thousand kids already, or their stepmoms or whatever. And a ton of hair extensions. So many hair extensions, but (laughs) it has recently come out from, you know, I think we've already talked about this, but like the soft swinging and all the divorces that are happening within that group the main girl, her name is Taylor recently did a podcast. And she even said that her account is actually a satire account. So now she's kind of like rolling back on a lot and saying, yes, she's Mormon, but she drinks and like, they don't, she doesn't follow the rules that it's almost like she was using because of the interest that we have in like the Mormon religion. So many of them are like, just live in Utah. Like they're not even practicing Mormons. Like interesting. Yeah. She was like, I only go to temple if are to the temple, I don't, I guess that was what it's called. They, they call it a temple or a church, mm-hmm. a church. They only go on the days, like the holy days, like how okay. we would go on Easter like Christmas, and yeah. Christmas. So they're, they're just kind of using, like, I'm a Mormon from Utah to like pull in people because they know that that's interesting. Yeah. Because it's so polarizing, like that whole culture. 
it's so interesting. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I like also 28. <laughs> she's also 28 years old. And a lot of the time yes. she's said on there that she's 21 because she's trying, but then she, that, she covers it all of these like lies up by saying that the account is satire and it was never supposed to be taken uh. seriously. So whoever her PR person is like, kudos to this plan. Like we're going to pretend that the account was satire and you were really like making fun of like yourself or like spoofing others in your community, but like, you're really not Mormon. And you're, I mean, maybe you were raised that way, but you're not practicing. And uh, there's a lot of things that also people called out that you would technically get like excommunicated from the Mormon church for like hmm. divorce and, uh, drinking. And she was kind of like, no, I won't get excommunicated for those things. And I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah. You guys got to follow this stuff on TikTok. It's insane. Another very polarizing family. I don't know if you've been following this drama, but like, I cannot get enough of it. Did you ever watch Todd Chrisley's show? I think it was on like Maybe it was E. You or said, like, I never watched it, but it was always on. Like I remember always turning on. on E and I was like, why is this show on? Who watches I this? never ever got into it. If it was like the last thing on the TV, like before I had Netflix, then I would watch it. But I was always be like, oh my God, they seem like so mean to each other. Like they always kind of like poke fun at each other. Anyway, it has since come out that Todd Chrisley and his wife are being convicted of conspiracy to defraud banks of more than 50. $30 million in loans. And there's all of this drama with apparently the guy that he was in fact seeing in a more romantic way, which was something that like everybody always said um, when he was on screen. Um, so they're going back and forth and it's like the most interesting case ever. So I'll definitely get more details so we can follow it a little bit more. Cause you guys know I am a lawyer. My <laughs> girlfriend's a lawyer. <laughs> Speaking of the Kardashians and just Kim Kardashian, my last thing on her, I was so confused about what the frick the baby bar was. So I texted my friend Shelby, who's a lawyer here in New York. And I was like, well, I don't understand. Did you have to take the baby bar? I just don't hear people talking about this. And she was like, no, the reason why Kim Kardashian has to take it is because she never got like an undergraduate degree mm-hmm. or she never got um, like, it's a very unconventional way that she's doing law school. Like she's not even in a school. She's just learning all of this stuff. So they it's required for people that are doing that path to like take the baby bar in order to finish like their next two years. Yeah. It's to like test out of school basically. Yeah. So she, since she passed it, then she'll do her last two years of law school or like learnings. And then she will take the bar. Huh? Good but yeah. Her. And I was like, that is so interesting because, um, I did. I mean, I did come into my mind once that she doesn't have a bachelor's degree, like, or she only has her high school diploma. So like, yeah, dumping all of that. So basically Shelby was also telling me my lawyer friend that it would be really tough not having your bachelor's because so much of your undergrad is like taking exams and like the critical thinking portion of it. And since like Kim Kardashian never really had to be tested and like critical thinking, it probably was extremely hard. Like, cause I was like, is the baby bar that hard? And she said it is in terms of like the critical thinking aspect that like they never did because they never yeah. got their undergraduate degrees. And then that all like made a lot more sense. And she was also saying that a lot of people, a lot of lawyers are like upset about her becoming a lawyer. But Shelby was like the fact though, that she's not going into like corporate law. She's literally getting this degree to help people like human rights activists is human rights to not, she's not trying to make money. It's 
just to have a better knowledge and to help people. Like there's nothing that you can be upset with her about. Like you want more people like her in the world. Yeah. And also like, I think, I mean, she's her team is signing contracts for her all day long. Like it is good that she can probably read her own contracts now, you know, a hundred percent. I wish that we took legal courses. Let's take the baby bar. Okay. (laughs) The woman was too stunned to speak. (laughs) Or we could take, or we could just go to the bar. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite things on so random watch party. So let's jump into Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills. What are your thoughts with the current season? Um, I'm liking it. I'm not loving it. I'm actually, I think a couple episodes behind, but the fact that I am a couple episodes behind says a lot because I never really fall behind with Beverly Hills. The only thing I don't really like about Beverly Hills is that so much of their drama happens on social media during the off season. So then like when the season, when they're actually filming, they're like not really talking about all the social media stuff that's been happening. And I wish they would kind of keep the drama off social media and wait for the cameras to film because then it all just seems kind of like pish posh when they're actually filming, you know? I agree. It's really the season is so tough because the last episode was probably the most annoying episode of television I've ever watched. I really, I couldn't do it. The only person I liked was Garcelle and then Garcelle's artichoke. She kept talking about, she's like, I'm just going to sit over here and, and eat my artichoke. And I was like, girl, I feel that because it's the amount of circles that they go in. I'm just ready for Kathy Hilton to re-enter yeah. the cast because yeah. we got to move forward. Yeah. It, is it um, entering Lucy Juicy Apple Juicy territory? It's it's just so hard because I do feel like people's feelings are hurt. I do feel like Crystal's feelings are hurt. I feel like Sutton's feelings are hurt. I feel like Diana, her crying and all that, her feelings were hurt. Dorit's obviously going through, like, I do feel like it's more real stuff that they're fighting about, not like a dog. So it's, it's just that you want them to get to the point of just making up and they do. But Erica wants everybody to hate Sutton so bad that she just pushes and pushes and pushes. And it's tough to like watch. And they're all just so overly produced there. Like they, none of them, except for Sutton really. Cause I don't think that girl like remembers that there's cameras and no, she doesn't know there's a camera anywhere. idea except for her I just feel like the rest of them like are just so concentrated on the filming of the show rather than like the showing of their real personalities and lives yeah yeah I'm definitely definitely ready for Kathy to come back in I think last season was so fucking good sorry it was so good that like it's hard to have it's hard to follow that season with another incredible season like last season we had drama and we had Kathy Hilton and we we're all in the middle of a pandemic. So everybody like that's all everybody was talking about was who is hunky Dory? Yeah, I know. And that was so fun. Like there was that lightheartedness that we love. Yeah, it was great. Um, this morning I did watch the Southern charm, not the trailer, but like the preview. Did you watch that between Catherine and Naomi? Yes. With Catherine, um, had her lipstick all over her face. Yeah. She had a couple, uh, champs it seemed like, but I'm so excited for Naomi to be back. I actually really, really like her. I know she was like kind of a bitch to Craig, but I'm really happy that she's back in the season. 
I can't wait for Southern Charm to start. We have had such a long time between the last season, which is a good thing. I think that last season was just so bad that they really needed to like regroup and start again. I did watch, there was like a sneak peek of the first seven minutes and it was a conversation between Naomi and Vanita. And I love Vanita. I think everyone, she's going to be a fan favorite. Um, I guess her and Naomi went to high school together, Oh, I didn't know. So they like give a little bit of background on their friendship. And it also just seemed like a conversation that two girlfriends were having. And that's like what we miss on reality TV with so many of the shows like Vanderpump, like leaning away from like real life friends. So I'm glad Southern charm continues to like actually add in cast members that, you know, they went to high school with are a part of their lives. So Yeah. The first seven minutes I was like fully hooked and I, and I love her. I think everybody's going to really like her, at least from that time period I saw. Oh, I can't wait. I was listening to an interview that Paige did, um, Paige from Southern Charm, who's dating Craig. And they asked her, which group of girlfriends did you like the most? And she said, Madison and Catherine. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's wild. I I had those are like the villains of of Southern charm. Yeah. But the other girl group is Naomi's girls. So I feel oh. like it, the, the people that are going to be nicest to her are not going to be those. They're going to be Catherine and Catherine's yeah. little group. And that's like yeah. Madison. Well, Madison and Catherine are probably like, we need another ally. So let's bring this girl in because exactly. Paige has such a good positive, um, fan base that they were like, we, we need some of this. Something else I'm watching that is on the completely end of the spectrum is Peaky Blinders new season. It's their new season. It's their last season. It's so great. If you guys aren't watching it, you have to watch it. It's all based in Birmingham. Um, okay. And then my last thing is I've run out of survivor seasons to watch. As you guys know, I love survivor. I've watched them all. So I am now watching the amazing race seasons that survivor members are in. I'm currently <laughs> on a on season seven from 2005. And I only like watched the really good ones, but this one is so good. So if you're interested, um, like last night, Kyle was playing his video games and is on his headset. So he, he was playing with some friends and I run over there and I'm like, Kyle, Oh my God, you got to watch the next episode. Gretchen has blood all over her face. The brothers flip their car. And it's just really, it's a really crazy episode. And then the guys are like, damn, like what's she watching? And Kyle was like the amazing race from 2005. <laughs> Like you think it would be like the new Miles Teller film that just came out or something. Bro, they're like, bro, what is she watching? Your girlfriend watches some dope shit. <laughs> oh my God, fiance. Yeah. Um, okay, so other th- other things that we're loving. Oh, so if you are in New York, I got my lashes done. Can you see them? Yes, they look beautiful. I got them done at Wink Bar Lashes in Union Square. I haven't got my lashes done in years, and I feel like a glam Victoria's Secret model. Wow. I agree. (laughs) Really? You think I look like one too? Yes. Thanks. I also really want to show you guys my press-on nails. I got so many compliments this weekend, mostly from the ex-girlfriend. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But it would have been nice if she did. Um, So I'll link the uh, press on nails in the show notes. They're from Amazon and they're fetch. Amazing. Well, if my little thing is that I got this pair of jeans from blank NYC and we did a reel with them. So if you guys want to watch, they're like a striped pair of jeans. It's like dark denim, black denim, light denim, 
white denim and they're super unique. I've never gotten so many compliments. Um, but I will link those too. And they are true to size. So I definitely recommend if you're in the market for some new denim. Oh, wow. Courtney, a little denim saleswoman over here. We love to see it. We love to see it. Well, guys, that was so much fun. We did it another week. Um, that was a fun one. We have a lot of stuff coming up. I'm going to Vegas this weekend. Then Court and I are going to party or party city. <laughs> Where are we going? Park City. Park going City. Utah. We're going to really figure out what those fundamental LDS numbers are doing down there. Yeah. Well, we will be reporting live from Silver Creek or Salt Creek or whatever the frick it's called where they all live in Utah. We're going to be reporting live from there. Just kidding. We're going for our family reunion. We're going to become a part of mom talk while we're there though. We'll honestly probably just be at Meredith Marks, Meredith Marks jewelry store. Cause I know that that's actually in park city. Oh. Um, so we'll definitely be stopping by getting some jewels, hanging with Brooks, getting some beauty lab and laser flashing RVs to Jen Shaw. <laughs> God, just kidding. <laughs> I hope you mean visas. <laughs> yes, that's true. Okay, guys, we will talk to you soon. That was so much fun. And bye-bye. <laughs>